0: On this episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast.
1: Since Halloween's coming up, can somebody watch my dogs and make sure they don't get assassinated?
0: Hyrule, Modern
2: Warfare, and Super Nintendo World.
0: We have three rules when playing horror games. Rule number one, don't turn out the lights. Rule number two, bring a flashlight. And rule number three, do not wear khakis. And now, the Delirious
2: Dads Gaming Podcast.
0: And what is up, ladies and gents? Welcome to another episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Episode 86.
1: 86, geez.
0: That's right, and you you hear him. He is back from the... From the plane ride from hell. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Maddox is joining us this week on the DDG podcast. Ryan, welcome.
1: What's up? What's up? Actually, the plane ride went well. Drive back went well. I even hit a gas station uh, in Louisiana. I didn't have time to like eat fancy, you know, Cajun food, which I wanted to. Right. Um, but I hit a gas station and I was kind of pissed off, to be honest, because I was like, wow, oh. it's the same food. They got the same <laughs> food. I'm down here in Louisiana, it's the same gas station food. And the, I was like, uh, he's like, well, what did you expect to see? I was like, I don't know, boudin balls, something, you know, not just chicken strips, whatever. He said, you guys have crawfish pies in Oklahoma? I said, what? <laughs> and the little meat pies that we have that we always have, you uh-huh. know, with the beef in them, uh-huh. there's our crawfish. And Ooh. I was like, give me, me three of those. And they were super good.
0: Three of those. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that.
2: Depending on the stores you stop by down there, sometimes they, they steam crawfish or they'll boil crawfish out of the back. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: You sure. bite by the pound. That sounds good. I know whenever mm-hmm. we went to uh Florida and we came back through Louisiana, right, like a week before Hurricane Katrina hit, actually. Um, mm. we went by Bubba Gump Shrimp Company and it was pretty oh, yeah? legit. Now, went there, then we we're gonna go on a ghost hunt. Me and my dad were walking by, you know, this is New Orleans, and we got right. invited into a strip club. I was like, Ah, oh, mm. sorry, bro, I'm only seventeen. You know, he's like, That's all right, you just go in with your dad, you good? <laughs> <laughs> oh dad dad oh, yeah. wasn't, wasn't going for that
2: in new orleans you went to bubble gum shrimp
0: well yeah i'm a big he forrest is. gump fan he's yeah. that guy yeah. at that well at that time it wasn't like it hadn't like moved it hadn't branched out like a mcdonald's yet you know what i'm saying i gotcha yeah it was still kind of quiet as right they were still a little newer.
2: i mean yeah. still it's not like you can find one here i mean right like, yeah. Right. Uh, they're coastal. it seems But like. I get
1: what you're saying. It's like going to Louisiana and eating Popeyes chicken. Come on. Yeah. Eat something mm. else.
0: I, get I think. It. I think we ate somewhere else too. Just to back it it's up. All right. But it was like Your the point. best. Is the best vacation ever? Because the vacation for us back in the day was like, Dad was kind of on a schedule to get to the poker room.
3: Mm. Yeah. Play
0: his poker. And so I remember mm. we went by this beach and he was like, "All right." He's like, "All right, Betty Clint, get out, go go sightseeing," and and so we get out and we're going out on the beach and he's like, all right, get those seashells. Hurry up. Got 10 minutes. And we're, we gotta go. So it's literally, literally like we're at this nice beach. Most people would like spend a whole day. We right. spent 10 minutes grabbing our shells, putting them in a bottle and then hitting the road. Nice. That's a Stanley vacation for you right there.
1: <laughs> so you get on
2: the riverboat gambling trip.
0: Yep. Yep. And he spent a lot more time than 10 minutes playing Texas. Hold Didn't win nothing. I think he broke even. So it was a good vacation. Right, right. Anyway, but we're not talking about vacations, guys. We're talking about gaming news.
1: All right? kinds of gaming things.
0: Yeah, and Ryan was, like, wanting to like, stab his eyeballs out before this because he was like, where's all the news? So, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to see.
1: I found some good little gritty grits for you. But, yeah, it's it's a little thin out there right now.
0: Mm, thin air. Thin it air. It kind of is. Mm. Hey, you know what's not thin? Our hairline. We all got lots of thick hair going tonight. I love it. I don't True. know why I'm so like all over the place. I think it's cause we have all three of us back.
3: It's Excited. not normal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look at all that. good. <laughs> there you go. Looking good, dude. Looking good. Well, all you delirious dads out there, we hope you're having a great week. We are having a great week and we're going to bring you some gaming news, as we said, and then I'm going to bring us some top scary games to play for 2020. Um, Ooh. we're going to do some of game spots, uh, games that they listed and then we're going to interject our own because some of theirs was lame.
1: Lame per our opinion. Hey, you might think that some of ours are lame, but you know, that's okay. We forgive you. That's right. No. Scary is uh different to everybody. Yeah.
0: So. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's subjective. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's hit it over to the gaming news and see what Ryan and Hunter are bringing. Leagues for geese.
1: I'm gonna bring you guys first some news from overseas. Yep. Uh, Riot Games—they're kind of always in the news, right? They're one of the top tier gaming companies that there is. They—they uh, they do the whole, uh, you know, leagues, professional leagues, and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. I feel so like they it's, come up. It's Riot, Epic, and uh, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They're kind of, kind of. Uh, I was gonna say tyrants. That's not what I meant. But they're kind of like titans, titans of the yeah. arena right now. Um, and you know, y- you've got the fact that these games become titans because they, you know, they swallow up other things, just like we were talking about Xbox swallowing up somebody last a couple weeks ago when I was mm-hmm. on here. Uh, these kind of things happen. This news is not about them swallowing somebody up. But instead, about them closing down one of their locations and their league over in Australia. Riot Games is to close the Sydney office and dissolve Oceanic uh, Pro League. Unfortunately, despite their best efforts, uh, the best efforts of the team and players, OPL has not met their goals for the league. Mm. Mm. That's a a rough one. Uh, When Riot Games opened its Sydney office in 2015, so. It's not really survived that long. If you think about um, gaming and leagues, that's pretty short. You know, they never, mm-hmm. It sounds like they never really quite got their footing. And uh, it said it did so with a literal splash. Uh, in addition to creating uh, an actual artificial reef for Nautilus, it also funded the League of Legends Oceanic Pro League uh, five years ago. Alas, things. Uh, are different today with riot announcing yesterday, and this article is new uh, that they're closing the Sydney office. basically, it's just like you open any kind of branch of business. People don't really think about um, you know gaming leagues the same way you would with regular sports leagues, if that makes sense. but this would be just like the xFL opening, and they just you know didn't produce didn't, enough money. It's produce. a business, mm-hmm. yep, and so. They really just didn't perform the way they hoped they would. Um, and that's just kind of, in, in reality, you know it's not because of Riot. They know what they're doing. They've, yeah. done it here. they've got all kinds of leagues here. They make all kinds of money doing it. It's 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 truly the fact that America just has a different market for the gaming community. Uh, even though Australia is kind of a modern country in the sense of America, they've got a lot of the same kind of ways of living and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, their style. When you think of Australia and living in Australia, it doesn't feel like it's going to be much different. There still are big differences economically and in what people care about and things like that. Because there's just some businesses that won't do well in other areas that will mm-hmm. in certain areas, mm-hmm. and there's businesses that won't really do well in America that would do awesome in Europe. And oh yeah, this is yeah. one of those things that they they tried and failed, um, and so they're they're hitting the road. You know that one's that one's closing down hopefully some of those people have an opportunity to transfer their career over to maybe an American league or a European league or something like that. Um, but I didn't see anything about that in the article. So maybe yeah, we'll bring I'm, some. I'm, on that later.
0: I'm sure that door is probably open since they're kind of free agents anyway. Right. With um, the way that works.
1: What you got?
2: What's I got? Oh, what you got?
1: got? Well,
2: I'm with you, Ryan. I didn't find much today. Uh, I just kind of dug for what I could find here, but. Uh, I got a couple things here. Um, I'll start with this first. If you guys didn't know, there is a um, new Zelda coming out.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Zelda uh, Hyrule Warriors. And uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity has a very similar map to Breath of the Wild, is what, mm-hmm. is what they're saying. So the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity borrows several elements from the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um... And the prequel game doesn't stop as just or doesn't stop at at just its characters or art style. The Breath of the Wild map has made a jump to the new game, and some of the attacks at your disposal will look very familiar. Okay, showcased during the Nintendo Treehouse Live gameplay presentation on October seventh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity uh, includes a rune system that uses multiple abilities directly limited. Uh, are lifted from Breath of the Wild. They included a stasis move for freezing targets in midair and the ability to summon blocks to redirect enemies or deal massive damage. Mm. Uh, Zelda uh, herself makes heavy use of the runes for her combat style. Um, and then other playable characters featured in the gameplay footage include, uh, I'm going to probably butcher some of these, sorry. Um Good. Urbosa who is playable for the first time ever, as well as Impa. Um, while uh, Urbosa makes heavy use of lightning attacks and can even re- recharge her weapon after a perfect combo, Impa uses ninja-like abilities and can summon a powerful frog. Oh. She fights with a frog. Interesting. Yes, that's what I thought.
0: Does it have to Yul... hop across streets and not get hit by vehicles? Yeah,
2: that's Frogger. <laughs>
0: oh, wrong game. <laughs> You'll yep. select
2: your stage from the map that is basically identical to the one of Breath of the Wild. It's a far different from what other warrior games, warriors games, uh, have used, but it should help Zelda's fan reel, or fans feel right at home. Hmm. Um, so I guess at first you could kind of like say, "Oh man, it's a new game. I really wanted something different," but I, it kind of makes sense because it is a prequel to this last game. That it would be in the same area. So it's a prequel yeah. to Breath of the Wild? Yes.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
2: It's that basically what happened leading up to uh, Link waking up. Okay. And that makes so sense. Yeah, and so that, that makes sense to me that it would be played in the same area because it's right. kind of going to show you what happened and what led to you being needed in Breath of the Wild. Right. So... Unfortunately, be- I, I mean, I feel like there'll probably be some new elements and things might look a little different. You know, that would be cool if they incorporate that, like uh, the environment changing as you play it to fit the theme of the game you've already played. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that'd be kind of cool. So
0: that would be.
1: Well, people love Breath of the Wild, and so I don't really think that it being the same map is going to bother people as long as it's got that real good storyline like Breath of the Wild came with.
0: Yes. Right. Okay. One of the things
1: people appreciated most about it is that it just had a really good storyline.
0: Yeah, right. enough, enough of a change in in actual uh, gameplay and, and the NPCs. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, a yeah, good cool. environment a good environment. Um, speaking of That's... which, you're talking about environments to get recycled. We're talking about World of Warcraft over yes. here on my end. Um, mm-hmm. I did want to update everybody that I got an email last week that made me sad. You know why it made oh, me sad? No. Because they delayed the freaking expansion. Oh, no. <laughs> they did. So Blizzard, Blizzard announced that uh, they are delaying the uh, the Shadowlands expansion, um, and it will be coming out 2020, sometime 2020. Um, this so is 2020. This, I'm saying before okay, we're, so we're hoping they don't is, release yeah. it in January. Yeah, yeah, Okay. We're hoping they kind of act like it's by the end of 2020, but that could be like December, you know, literally the end of December.
1: Right. When is, when was it supposed to be in October? Was it not? October
0: 27th? Was the, yeah, the, that's the what I was day. thinking. So what they ran into though, it, it is a good thing. I mean, I, I said it like it's a bad thing, but in my opinion, it is a good thing because from what I was hearing and, and seeing, a lot of uh, testers that were playing the beta um, Mm -hmm. that had access to it was complaining of different bugs and glitches going on in the game. And then Mm. also a big issue with um, class balance amongst the classes. Because um, I know in the past, I told you guys they were doing a thing that was called Covenants, Mm -hmm. uh, where you uh, you basically uh, pledge your allegiance to that covenant and then you get special abilities that you use in your toolkit Right. Well, these abilities were causing huge um, differences amongst uh, how classes were performing. So you okay. had warriors, for instance, that were doing crazy amounts of damage, and then if you played like a rogue or something, and I'm just throwing this out here, guys, this is an actual stat because uh, right. I didn't look at all the stats. But say I'm playing a certain class, mine's way down here on damage or way down here on healing, and these are just these others are just it's not even like comparable. Really tough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was broken. And so when you're talking about game balance, you don't want to release your game out of whack right. like that. So I think they're scrambling on that on that end. Now, they did say in the email, if you've uh, pre-ordered, they are giving out refunds if you want them. And okay. uh, they have said that they're going to release the pre-patch October 13th. So this is going to be um, the level overhaul. Where everything okay. got squished, it's going to have all the new customization stuff for characters, mm-hmm. and some of the those those updates. But um, you just won't have access to Shadowlands yet.
1: You know, nobody's going to ask for a refund for a delay. Not on that <laughs> game. No,
0: no hopefully way. not. Hopefully not. But I, I say this is, you know, this is the right thing that they're doing, and this is the first time they've done it since uh, Burning Crusade, which was their first WoW expansion. expansion. So, okay you know well, that's
1: that he, probably just more evidence that they're really pushing some boundaries here and making a big mm-hmm. expansion you know what well, I mean?
0: you know they had to fight activision for that i'm sure like hey guys oh, yeah. Yeah. you know because it was right down to the wire i mean look how close it came so i'm sure mm-hmm. they were in the boardroom saying hey guys if you make us release this it's going to be it's going to be bad right can kill right. off the game if we don't right. do this right so anyway that is a little tidbit that that happens so if you're a uh, you know, if you're a wild player, you probably already know. But um, if you're well, thinking you about the probably experiential... already know
1: if you pre-ordered it. If you didn't pre-order it, you may have been sitting here thinking, "True, you're not going to yeah, get I an email until the 27th." Yeah, and yep. you didn't get an email. <laughs> yeah, so sorry Way to be the bearer of bad news.
0: Yep. 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 So that happened. Ryan, what else well, happened?
1: Good news, if you're a Call of Duty fan, uh, Warzone is now ranking more popular than Fortnite according to recent teen surveys, so not okay. more popular overall, but for the teens, which is really, the teens are what made Fortnite Fortnite. I mean, that's how right. Fortnite exploded. Um, and according according to a couple different surveys, um, it says here, Call of Duty Warzone, um, Fortnite is now the most popular free-to-play game based on a survey nearly of nearly 10,000 teens. Uh, this comes from Yahoo, who reported the uh, taking stock of the teen survey and pulled uh, 9,800 teens in the U.S. and found that interest in Fortnite has fallen somewhat, not drastically, while uh, interest in Call of Duty is skyrocketing. So Mm. those two things happening at the same time has caused a swing. Um, It says when Warzone launched, 62% of uh, respondents said they were playing Call of Duty, uh, up 33% from Fortnite, which fell. Uh, let's say it says it fell from thirty nine to thirty two. So it hasn't fallen much, but it's just that it's just that Call of Duty is going up so fast at the same time that Fortnite is slightly falling. Mm-hmm. So if I would understand that, um, I would say if that's the case, then there's not a lot of actual Fortnite players getting pulled over, or you'd see a bigger fall. They're just
0: playing both, you know
1: I'm right? Yeah, They're playing They're just more playing Call both. of Duty, or it's people that weren't playing Fortnite that are teens that are playing Call of Duty. Clearly, they're just talking about between the two, you know,
2: <laughs> right? Um, yeah,
1: but I mean that doesn't surprise me because Call of Duty, I think, has done it right this time.
2: The mm-hmm. game
1: is really good; it's a ton of fun. We're definitely not burnt out on it at all, you right. know. And we get burnt out on those kind of games. That's why we quit playing Call of Duty years ago, really. Right, and
0: uh, and then you have the fact that, you have the carryover,
1: right? Yeah, know, that's what, it's what I was just about to say. And that's coming out right; it's perfect timing. So. In my opinion, I think they're, they're doing it right. They're, and really, they're following, in a way, Fortnite's footsteps, right? Mm-hmm. They're going, okay, well, how do we do what these successful guys are doing, but on our platform and in our style of gameplay? Um, and I like it. So that's not surprising. I don't think Fortnite's going to disappear or go down anytime soon. But I think you're going to continue to see Call of Duty's rise in teen attention and rise in um, competitive-level playing. Mm-hmm. professional players and stuff like that has been climbing ever since the release of Warzone, for sure, and the release of this whole new Call of Duty Modern Warfare. In,
0: in, in my opinion, I feel like on the Fortnite side, and this is just a personal opinion, so people, you can yell at me if you want, or send emails, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my opinion with Fortnite is, uh, it's just one map. It's just one mm-hmm. real game mode. I mean, I know they put other little game modes in there um, right. for fun. But um, I think over time, you can only update a map so much right until people are finally like eh you know and so mm-hmm. i think call of duty has the edge too on that because they have multiplayer mode so you get tired right. of doing your war zone okay now let's go do some duos or some some teams well not only or that capture the, the flag or... that you, can go,
1: you can go build the same character by playing different modes because if you're yeah. trying to build a character in Warzone or in let's just say Fortnite, right that's a freaking grind mm-hmm. if you're not really good and you die all the time, like you do in all the battle Royales, right? Then it's, it's just a lot of work to even get your character where you want them to where the beauty in Warzone is you can transfer over, right? You can
3: mm-hmm.
1: build your, build your stuff over on multiplayer and then jump over or build it in plunder and jump over, right? All that XP is going to the same character. That's right. something we haven't seen before. And I think mm-hmm. it it does make a big difference, especially for your dad style gamers who don't get to game all the time, six days, a freaking week. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so for us to be able to go, yeah, you know what? I like that gun. I need to level that up and not have to do it through Warzone mm-hmm. is, uh, is a great thing. It's a
0: good thing. Yeah. Hunter. Now you're the Fortnite guy. So do you want to defend that?
2: I don't, I'm not really the Fortnite guy. I wouldn't say that. You're
0: more that. than
1: us. It's so like it more than us. That's, that's a fair. Yeah. Thing. I mean, you're better at it more than us. Let's say that. That's for a good... sure.
2: For sure. No, I agree. Yeah. I think that, well, for one, uh, Modern Warfare is newer. Mm -hmm. Um, and then for two, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a completely different style of game. So it is, I mean, I think that it's growing also because you got the excitement of what's coming with the new game coming and then people curious about how they're going to continue to do the multiplayer and mesh both games together. Right. Um, and then I think that, uh, the investment in Fortnite is developing as a player, as yourself. Um, and then in, in Call of Duty you also you, you develop yourself but you also develop your guns, you develop your loadouts, you develop mm-hmm. there's so much more that that in Fortnite it's more cosmetic stuff. Right. Know? So it's, I guess you maybe a affect, little more
0: personal attachment.
2: You can't affect the loadout of your guy, you know. You that's true, might, yeah. It's only what loadout. you're picking up. Yep, that's mm-hmm. right. So um, I think that there is a little more investment there, um, with Call of Duty and uh, I don't know, I, I like I like both of them, but I definitely would say I do like uh, Call of Duty more. Um,
0: do you think yeah. it's because of those modes of being able to upgrade things and you know, maybe a little bit more complexity to how you want to build your class? What yeah, you mean, I was for, for me
2: personally, I just am not good at building, and that building in yeah. Fortnite is just so key, mm-hmm. right? And so one less component like that in Call of Duty just and it's a realism. You're looking at a realism game as opposed to unicorns right. and superheroes and all right. these guys flying around and shooting, you know, cartoon bazookas and stuff. It's, so it's it's just completely completely different. I think that Ryan's a- right in the fact that there's probably a bunch of kids who just play both. Right. Yeah. It's not like a, oh, uh, you know, I'm so sick of Fortnite I'm going to play it's no. it's Call of Duty's out now. We're playing Call of Duty tonight but we may play
1: Fortnite a little later on tonight or tomorrow.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Yeah, and this survey wasn't about how many people are playing. It was about just kind of a preference. If yes. that makes
3: sense. Mm-hmm.
1: And So just to make sense of that to you guys, that definitely means they're still playing both.
3: It mm-hmm. just means
1: right now they prefer you know, Call of Call Duty. Of Duty. Uh, the other thing that I would think here is the fact that um, there's a game that's in between, and that's Apex Legends, right? I mean, we started that. For some reason, for us, it didn't. We liked it, but it just didn't really catch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It it got rid of the building aspect. So you would think that it would. We were all really excited about it. Um, it just had bad timing.
0: It came yeah, out it and then bad it, timing for it our lives. Yeah, and we we're like, hey, this is a good substitute. And then Call of Duty came by and said, hey guys, here's Warzone. I was like, oh, yep. see you Apex.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, well we were like, not, I, we were uh, almost already done playing Apex, and I'm not real sure exactly why I couldn't pinpoint it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, we stopped playing Apex way before Call of Duty.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but I, I'm saying I think the overall popularity, like in general. Oh yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's true. But they're still updating. It. I mean, they're still they still have a player base for sure. But
1: you were starting to say something. What were you saying, huh? I just think that Call of Duty can be
2: more strategic based. I think when you get into um, some some of those other games like Apex and. Uh, Uh, in Fortnite, the strategy is so wide
3: Mm -hmm.
0: like Mm
2: -hmm. on what you can be good at what you can do the different varieties and loadouts at apex are so different too Mm -hmm. Um, it's almost a mix it's like yeah it's in between you you, you got the cosmetics in that game also but you also have you can kind of not upgrade your character in a way that it makes them better but you can play their their uh, loadouts in a way that makes you better, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So yeah, it does. You got people that use these different ones and get ridiculously good at them. Where in Call of Duty, you have you and your guns and your teammates, and how are you going to strategize? I think that's just right. kind of the difference in the in the three games for sure. Yeah. And I think we like strategizing and working as a team more than just like how can I beef up and be really good at playing this character on apex
1: right because we just don't have the time to be that good that's the same kind of thing but if you're if you're looking at those the games for me too i could tell you uh for me personally a couple of the things that that made call of duty better to me one was the classes i like being able to have my classes and play the guns that i like to play and Mm -hmm. know that i can get those guns every time i play Mm -hmm. even though you don't start with them you know what i mean we're going to get them at some point um and then I'm going to be comfortable. I don't play enough to be good with a lot of guns. I, I'm mm-hmm. good with what I've got, if that makes sense. So that one for me is a big deal. Being able to fight your way back in in the gulag is a huge thing to me. You're not just done, now it's over. Mm-hmm. And even the buyback is more common and easier than getting people back with their tag in Apex. It's, yeah, it's, I like that. You, it's, it's, you get more play out of each round. Like mm-hmm. When we played Apex, you may get lucky and come back sometimes. You know what I mean, but yeah, your most partner of the time had to be you're good dead to get there. Exactly,
0: yeah, To Call of, of Duty,
1: money. just by working together, we almost always get at least a second go. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I like that. That's what sold me, kind of. That's that's especially if Justin's playing with us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're coming back like six times.
0: Oh yeah, easily.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's my opinion.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that, that for me is just the difference in all the games, and then. What we like as a trio is at, at Call of Duty. so
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more up our alley.
2: I have a friend who still streams and plays a ton of Apex. Yeah. And if you guys were like, hey, you want to play Apex next week? I would get out and play with you. But yeah, I, should I would not I don't dislike it. Yeah, just it's not a bad game. It's just one mm-hmm. that
0: just kind of for me got lost in the shuffle because mm-hmm. Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. you know why I don't
2: go back? Because I know that they've updated it so much and there's new
0: yep. <laughs> characters. Over
2: that we're going to get in there and then this character's going to come flying over our head and just annihilate some us. New like, thing. What was that? Was that even a player? What?
0: Yeah. Right. I tell you another right. game we need to check out is Rogue Company. Yeah. That's a little 6v6, kind of like Valorant. Mm-hmm. But That's it, cool. lo- it looks yeah. kind of cool. It looks fun. doesn't look as, uh, as punishing as Valorant.
1: Hmm. I hit you guys with one more short, quick one. And then, okay. uh, Hunter, Hunter, you got another one too, don't you? Mm-hmm. Or a couple, I'm not sure. Uh, this one is just a leak, leak for you guys. You know, everybody's always wondering what's coming next in Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11 is probably the biggest fighting game in the last 10 years. I mean, I've, I've never seen a game stick around so much and do so many updates and, and have such a following in that genre than Mortal Kombat 11. We've covered a lot of news on it over the years, and... Uh, Every time they're releasing a new character, they do a real good job at creating a lot of buzz, letting Mm -hmm. out little leaks, letting out little things, you know, make people wonder. Uh, And just in case you're wondering, and you can look into it, check out some YouTube videos and some different little things they leaked out. But the next character for um, Mortal Kombat 11, people are presuming is going to be uh, Rambo. Yep. Oh. Rambo. Yep, so Mm. I think that's pretty cool because you got – you know the fact that you're getting these characters that have nothing to do with Mortal Kombat, right? And that's mm-hmm. not really, uh, at least back when we played and back in the day, you didn't get these guys. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, you got the Mortal Kombat not. guys. Yeah. And now they've they brought in all kinds of cool stuff. So you like can Robo have
0: Rambo versus the Terminator, That's what you're telling Yeah, me. yeah, yeah.
2: They're kind of taking uh, one from the book from Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, Smash, Smash Bros. Bros is adding in a little at a time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Love it.
2: And Smash Bros, I don't know if you missed that, but Smash Bros. latest uh, announcement of who they're adding to their game is, uh oh, what's his name from Minecraft, the basic character.
0: Oh, oh yeah,
2: I did hear that. Yeah, wow. I forgot his name. Is I it Steve? Steve? Steve, it is Steve, yeah. 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 Yeah, Steve. Steve. yeah, it's Steve from Minecraft, so that's oh, a playable gosh. fighting character. Not even just a skin; like it's a playable fighting character on right. Smash Bros.
0: <laughs> just a little axe. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> he's got his, ki- and he's got like a, a bucket of lava that he can drop down if below nice. Rolling. Wow, nice. nice.
1: What's funny? I, like that. I don't know why. I just axed my hand like this, hey, and I instantly thought about
0: this. That-
1: I instantly thought about this vid- <laughs> this video. Uh, this guy dressed up like the valet. At Diamond, uh, at the Diamond Casino mm-hmm. on a uh, on Grand Theft Auto. obviously Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah, online, and he'd just stand there at the deal, like he had the same outfit and everything, until the guys would get out of their nice cars, and he'd like casually walk over and then just bust his axe out and kill him, <laughs> So <Something laughs> like that. Super funny. All kinds of different weapons he'd rotate through and just piss people oh, off. Wow. It was a good one.
0: That's hilarious. That's yeah. good.
1: That's amazing.
0: That is. So you I mean, uh,
1: know like Go for it. I was just gonna say, what you got next? Let's see
2: here. So we all saw this coming, but it's it's uh, some news for Call of Duty Modern Warfare.
0: Okay.
2: Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare doesn't fit on a single two hundred and fifty gigabyte SSD card anymore.
1: <laughs> so oh stupid. My
0: gosh. That's it's awful. just completely
1: ridiculous. As help, the game help.
0: Can t- <laughs> Go for it. No, I'm just saying help. Oh help! Help
2: my computer. As the game continues to grow, Modern Warfare is, it's, it, or in its entirety won't fit on the drive size you may use for your entire operating system.
1: What's since crazy, too, is, is you have to have it, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're playing just Warzone, you still have to download the mm-hmm. whole game. You just don't get to play that part of it. So, yeah, it's, it sucks. So, since launch, Call of Duty Modern
2: Warfare has been the most notable example of a ballooning size of game
1: man um,
2: even at launch it's massive 175 gigabyte recommended installation size was surprising but it's since grown beyond the c- capabilities of an entire os, uh, OS sd card hmm. if you or S- ssd whatever you want to call that. Is it called a card it's just a yeah,
1: yeah, they, call yeah they call them cards a lot of times the ssds if you're
2: on a if you're on pc it's possible you won't have enough space to play the game anymore Right now, Call of Duty Modern Warfare cannot fit on a single 250 gigabyte SSD, which prevents you from updating the game if you're somehow decided uh, to dedicate an entire drive to just that one game.
1: Mm. Um, And a a lot of people are. They're running their games. The games they play most, they're putting them on an SSD because it's a little faster. Load times and different things like that, it's a little faster, it's a little snappier. Mm -hmm. And so that's why they use them. And most of the SSDs, now they're coming out with bigger ones, and people are buying bigger ones. And actually, I just saw a PC I was looking at the other day, a gaming PC, that the whole terabyte drive in it was SSD. There is no HHD. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And so, but all of your regular gaming PCs and laptops that people have, that's what they have a 250 gigabyte SSD. And so, if you're using that to launch and run that game, you're that's true. crazy to me. You're
2: yeah. Yeah. This is the increase in size has been steady over the months as both Modern Warfare and Call of Duty Warzone have grown. But it finally reached this tipping point with its latest update. Um, on Twitter, Battle uh, Nonsense shared, uh, he said, Call of Duty Modern Warfare no longer fits on a 250 gigabyte SSD. It cannot be updated. Activision and Blizzard, he added them, and he said, Please split up. SP, MP, and Warzone. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about mm-hmm. you yeah. know the different game modes. He thinks he should split them up and put them as different games, kind of to download. You kind of
0: they, they may be they may be stuck on that though because the way they've coded the game, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, and and it's you, like Brian there is. has to be a way to separate it because you're gonna when you download um, Black Ops, it's not gonna go into the same game. It's right. got to be a different game, and you can still play it on Warzone. So there has to be a way to keep that separate. I think they should try to figure out a way to do that. They Um, need to.
2: Like you were saying, Ryan, it says on here, on PC there is no way to choose what parts of Modern Warfare you want to install, Mm -hmm. meaning you'll have to find space for the single-player campaign, co-ops, spec-ops, missions, multiplayer, and free-to-play Warzone mode, even if you're only playing one of those components.
0: Yep. That would be a good idea.
2: But that is not the case on consoles. Modern Warfare Warzone can be done independently and Mm. even past Call of Duty releases on Steam, separated single and multiplayer content. On Next Gen, you'll be able to decide which parts of a game you want to have installed as well. Um, It isn't impossible on uh, Battle.net yet, though. Mm. So so you can't really... On your PC, you're kind of screwed. I have have my space on my computer as well as a terabyte (coughs) hard drive in Mm mine. So... And fortunately, I've been able to.
0: Well, no wonder I've been, been having issues on robots. my C drive. I think I have mine on my C drive. so Yeah. I think that's why I've been running out of space on my Windows. I'm probably going to mm-hmm. go and move that sucker.
2: Um, and then real quick, I'll add to this, and, and this is something really quick. But Overwatch has a free trial on Nintendo Switch, and it starts next week. Um, the free trial for Overwatch on Nintendo runs from October uh, 13th through the 20th. Okay. Um, a, free, a free trial of Overwatch will go live on Tuesday, October 13th for Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, to participate, players will need to act uh, uh, will need an active Nintendo Switch Online membership. Okay. This free trial period will open up all of Overwatch games mode and Heroes to uh, active N- uh, NSO subscribers. Again, that's uh, Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, giving players the chance to experience the full version of Overwatch without having to buy the game. It will run from October 13th to the 20th, and players can download the
1: free trial right now from the eShop.
3: Okay. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah, if you guys have never played Overwatch, you'll have fun even if you don't play it long term. If you just play Mm -hmm. it during that uh, free trial and you can't afford to buy it, that's a fun game. I miss that game. It's a game I can go back and play, and every time we go back and play it, I have fun. Did you guys have any more news or
0: nope, I'm all out.
1: Yeah, I've got one more. If we if we have time, it's it's not a huge
0: go ahead.
1: Um let me see here. Actually I've got two. I'm gonna hit you with a quickie quick. For those of you who like Ghost of Tsushima, Mm
3: -hmm. I know I'm
1: wrong, but we'll go with it. I think it's Ghost of Tsushima. Um they are adding co op. Yep, you heard me right. People have loved this game. This game has got really good ratings, the graphics, the story. In my opinion, it's almost like um, it's starting to develop like a real solid base like Zelda. The the storyline and the gameplay is supposed to just be really unique, and we checked it out before it released, and we thought it was going to be great, Mm -hmm. and it has done better than expected. But on top of that, because of all these games being able to add on things and do patches and everything they get to do nowadays, they are releasing on the, uh, what did I say, October 15th? Let me make sure I'm right. October 16th, October 16th, they're releasing a co-op version of this game. It doesn't say here for sure if that covers, like, it's the whole single player. Um, It actually sounds more like it's going to be kind of its own campaign made for co-op. A whole other kind of little storyline type thing going on. So it's not going to be somebody just dropping in on your game, because that's not really how that game's set up. Mm -hmm. Could be wrong, but from what I'm seeing here, that's what I think. Okay. and then you hear me in the beginning, leading in, my, my liner was talking about, it's Halloween, can you watch my dogs so they don't get assassinated? <laughs> this is because in this, at least for this one game, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs is going to be interconnected. They're going to be living in the same universe. So there's going to be oh. a crossover. Okay. What? Uh, yep. Ubisoft has revealed its plan for Watch Dogs Legion's year one content. Um including co-op, PvP, and new campaign with an old friend, an Assassin's Creed crossover. It says, yep, lore fans, it seems that at least in this universe, with this game, these two are going to exist in the same place. Uh, Hmm. Darcy, a member of the uh, Brotherhood with the trademark Hood and Stealth, will appear as a character in the game. Cool. So I guess... She's going to be a playable character. The character from um, you would think, because everybody's supposed to be playable in this game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it says the AC crossover has been a long time in the making for us at the team. Uh, this is a live producer. Ooh, that's a different name. Lothiench Talihana Than. Wow, They're, guys, I'm telling you, that's that's a mouthful. Okay, he told Games Radar <laughs> the the Watchdogs. Uh, Legion team worked with Assassin's Creed team to bring the idea to life, and they're very excited about it. So, I think this is uh, it's interesting. Not, I didn't expect that one at all.
3: Mm.
1: No, uh, yeah,
2: me neither. I knew they were both Activision, but uh, or not Activision. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, but they're so different, right? I mean, they're such different universes that. Right. an Interesting crossover. Right.
2: I get it. I get it though, because uh, Assassin's Creed kind of took a turn into the future. In the last couple ones, that oh, like okay. the Templars and the um, assassins, the Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. had like outlived for generations, passed into mm-hmm. the future, and they were kind of still fighting them in the future. So I okay. like that; it's kind of cool. That it is putting in the same universe, and I wonder if there'll be some missions based around that. That'd be pretty cool. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yep,
1: that's that's all I got for you guys. Very cool. That's
0: the beauty the beauty of the internet, right there, guys. Is just the, mm-hmm. the ability to do these updates and make games co op, and you know, um, in Blizzard and make cases,
1: games uh, two hundred and fifty gigs and make yeah. you download updates the day the game comes out. Man. That's about the you know there are negatives that come with this freedom.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. That's just uh, that's just wrong.
1: There's nothing like that, like buying a new game. Popping it in and realizing you have a 28-gig update. What are you talking it's about? It's for an hour. No.
0: Think of that. You you go, you buy Call of Duty, to play with your buddies, 250 gigs. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the fastest internet, guess what? You ain't playing that night. Hey, no. guys. Maybe not next day. Yeah. No. Nah, that's crazy. Anyway. It is. Yeah, I still, I'm still i still in shock over that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to. Well, let's talk to about some spooky spooks. Yeah, let's yeah, do that. I bet that, but I bet that yeah, yeah, but before that, let's uh, let's hear from the sponsor. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the US and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R.
3: In a world of
0: Easter eggs and cheese, it's time for What They Don't Want You To Know. And it's that time, guys. It's time for what they don't want you to know, which usually is the tips and tricks segment. But, you know, I felt like what they don't want you to know kind of goes with the ghosties. They don't Sound want like you it. to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get what you're going with
0: it. They're trying what to hide they don't want you to know. Yeah, or like unsolved <laughs> mysteries. It's kinda yes. Funny, you
1: know? yeah.
0: Yes. So, guys, what we're doing here is we're going over... The top games for 2020 via Gamespot's picks. Some of them are going to be from us because, as we said earlier, uh, we didn't quite uh, jive with with some of what Gamespot was putting out there. So,
1: just so you know, when we say scary games, top scary games, that does not mean top ghost games. It doesn't mean top. You know, some people only consider horror to be movie. You know, stuff that has to do with. Supernatural kind of things. No, we're just talking about a game that scares you. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. in Ryan's case, it's Mario. He hates the Mario mustache. Give him nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, this is not um, this is not like a ranked list, guys. So we're not going to be like going from one one smaller game to a bigger. You know, it's not ranked. It's just we're right. talking so about don't a get list. Your
1: panties in a bunch because your game didn't make the top.
0: Right. Jeez. right. But we are going to uh, share thoughts, opinions, and interject some banter within this. Um, mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe Hunter and Ryan will uh, add some games to it as well.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm.
0: first game on the list. And, Hunter, we've talked about uh, this uh, version of game uh, in the past. Uh, me and Ryan haven't played it, but I know you've watched some videos on it. Uh, we're talking about Amnesia Rebirth. Um, the platforms you can play this on is going to be ps4 and the pc okay so this game is a fictional uh, fictional game uh, that's going back to the series to the series that put them on the map which is uh, fictional games uh, and that's amnesia rebirth this is going to take place in 1937 and rebirth aesthetic finds itself somewhere between a victorian era castles of the dark descent version and uh, the hyper-futuristic underwater facility of Soma, which is both games that they've, that they've oh, done. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So Amnesia Re- Rebirth is set to release October 20th, so you're going to have it just in time for um, for your Halloween fun. Okay,
2: for uh, spooky season.
0: Yeah, it's a little spooky season, you know what I'm saying? Now, the next game they have listed may not be our cup of tea, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there because it's different. And sometimes different is wonderful when it comes to games. Uh, The game we're talking about here is World of Horror. This is on the Xbox One and the PC. Okay. It is an early access game, so it's uh, not quite complete, but still worth checking out. Uh, It says here that World of Horror is a lightly animated text adventure that's all spooky vibes all Mm. the time. It's Mm. inspired by the works of H.P. Lovecraft and horror manga, uh, artist Junji Ito Junji. Ido? Uh, the, Nailed it. Yeah, there you go. Sounded perfect. <laughs> uh, the game sends you out into a strange town beset by twisted people and supernatural horrors. Uh, it feels like you're playing through one of Ito's strange short stories uh, where you might search through a school of murderous scissor wielding substitute teachers with mm. carved up faces or investigate the apartment of a researcher who was extremely interested in eels, but like in an evil way, you know, Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. kind of go more to like centipede, you know? So each of your investigations take you through various locales and, uh, you meet allies, find weapons and engage in text-based RP. So plug what?
1: Plug for you guys. Okay. I mentioned centipede. I'm sure you guys know about that
0: movie.
1: Um, there's a Key and Pill, if you know who Key and Pill is. They do skits, you know, they're comedians. Uh-huh. They, they've they got a skit about that, and it's funny. Super is funny.
0: Yes. What a disturbing movie. I know? think I've seen that.
1: I'll, I'll just lay it out real quick. I know that's not what the show's about, but, you know, I mentioned it. So <laughs> you this, <can> help it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically the guys that were in the Human Centipede uh-huh. run, running into each other, like in public later, right? <laughs> and a couple of them are acting like it's casual. And of course, is because they weren't the ones that got, you know, human feces in their mouth to swallow. Mm-hmm. I
0: have to and, no, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> so it was all good. Yeah,
1: right. And so he said, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but basically, yes. the guy who got the worst of it is like, "Why are you guys acting like everything's cool? Like we're old buddies? You know what I mean? This ain't right." And it's just, it's a good one. Oh, that's funny. A good one.
0: That sounds funny. What's not funny is this game called Carrion or Carry On. Carry-on? Yeah, This is on on the Nintendo Switch, the Xbox One, the PC, and the Mac. Uh, Sorry, PlayStation fans, you're missing out on this one. Um, This game is kind of, it's kind of got like a 1980s horror um, vibe to it. It's uh, 2D-based. It's kind Mm -hmm. of top-down, and it puts you in the shoes of the monster. So in in Carry-On, you control and. amorphous monster whose only goal is to devour everyone in its path, uh, Mm. grow larger and spread its biomass throughout the world. You crawl through each area with your fleshy tendrils, pulling every human into your toothy maw. Um, Mm. it also says here that the humans won't go down without a fight though. So you'll need to figure out ways to, uh, outmaneuver and outsmart, um, these humans, as their arsenals expand from pistols to flamethrowers.
1: See, so this specific game sounds more like a horror game because it's in the horror genre, but, but I wouldn't call so it a scary, scary game. Right. Yep. Yeah,
0: it's more arcade, uh, right. 2D fun. I
1: got gotcha. you.
0: Right up Hunter's Alley. It screams... Sounds like a good time. To me, it screams Stranger Things in 2D space. Too
1: bad. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not on
2: PlayStation. True, well, It's on you PC, it's be on be PC though.
0: You're yeah. mm-hmm. covered. All right, so the next one on the list is Resident Evil Two, guys. Resident Evil Two, the remake. Uh, hey, I cool.
2: almost finished that game one time.
0: Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, all of a sudden things happened. Um, but we're here to tell you, good game, scary game, Mister X is legit. The mm-hmm. everything about the game's amazing. So the atmosphere. The we can't
2: tell you about how the ending is, but
0: no, yeah. no. But everything
2: we, we played through was good.
0: We will tell you if you like Resident Evil and you liked Resident Evil 2, the original, Mm
2: -hmm. the
0: remake is amazing. So go play it. Have fun. Um, The next one on the list is Resident Evil 3, which is the remake of number three. Now, uh, this one was a little bit different. It shows a different side of the infamous outbreak from Resident Evil 2. Um, After surviving the Spencer Mansion incident, Jill Valentine must now escape zombie ridden, Raccoon City, while being pursued by the bloodthirsty Nemesis. Uh, Resident Evil 3 requires resource oh, management, nice. puzzle solving, and a cool hand to take out zombies and other monsters that threaten your life. We've not played that one because we haven't beat number two. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> never have. But, never will.
0: Yep. We've seen gameplay. Looks legit. Godspeed, Resident Evil 3. <laughs> <laughs> um. This next one here, this is um a game called The Dark Pictures anthology, Little Hope. This is by Until Dawn's developers, Supermassive. Ooh. Um so this anthology uh covers um it comes from the Dark Pictures anthology, Man of Madon. Um had a lot of uh says here that it had a lot of what made Until Dawn shine. But uh Little Hope is uh hopeful that uh, it's going to improve the formula and has great scares of its own it's also primed to release october 30th okay and it's it's likely to be short enough to get through in a single sitting with uh, your groups of friends so this is going to be another one of those story driven games mm-hmm. Un- until dawn was real popular in the sense of uh it was all story driven you you played it and you made decisions and that either killed characters were saved characters and you had like multiple different, yeah, multiple endings. different yeah. endings and
1: yeah i remember um, talking about this one it sounded good mm-hmm. it was just when i wasn't playing yep. yeah
0: so i think this game's set up the same way same style and yeah. stuff um this next one we've we've actually talked about with hunter in the past this game is called layers of fear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yep i played this,
0: it yeah this is on ps4 nintendo switch the xbox Terrifying. one and pc so uh, Polish uh, developer Blooper Team is releasing the next psychological horror outing, The Medium, in December, which is mm. going to be similar to this, but it says that Layers of Sphere is still a great game, and this has you exploring a haunted house as a painter as he tries to complete his masterpiece, wandering shifting halls in search of a macabre ingredients to make the perfect colors. It manipulates mm. space and perspective to freak you out, with the house shifting around you uh, when you turn every corner, and then all of a sudden you spin around and boo, you know. Yeah, so. can I?
2: Yeah, I just touch on that really quick. I've mm-hmm. never like that was one of the first games that did stuff like that, and that was super cool development. Like, I've never seen a game operate that way. Like, you could literally, if if you turned your sight, if, if something was out of your sight, it was subject to change. Mm-hmm. Like. You could you could do a rotated three sixty, and the door that was behind you was a hallway now. Like <clears> that fast, it was it was super cool. Yeah, I like that. That's a great idea.
0: Matter of fact, we may have to revisit that game and just play it as a group because it's just single player. Correct? You guys have
2: never played it, right? Right, no. we've never played it. So we should do that. You know, as one of our Halloween games this yeah. year, and yeah. do it on Parsec. Take turns. I'll
0: be yeah. down. I'll be down. for sure. So the next game we're going to talk about here is the one we talked about earlier, Until Dawn. Um, this was a PS4-only game. I forgot to tell you that, Ryan. That's mm. probably why you never played it. Okay. But anyway, we talked about it earlier. That's another game they have on the list. They did re- re- uh, mention Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, but that's, I mean... It's a horror
1: game. Uh, it's not scary.
0: Yeah. yeah. And unless you have it on Xbox One, 360. or you have your old 360 or PS3, eh. Not really helping you. Right I didn't now. Even know they had it on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the next one on the list is the Amnesia Collection, and this is on all your platforms except for Mac. Um, it says here that Amnesia, The Dark Descent, uh, its expansion, Justine, and the sequel, Amnesia: A Machine for Pigs, compr- compr- comprise what is still the best horror franchise of all time, or one of the best. Says you can grab all three of them, like we said earlier, on your on all platforms. So hmm. another one, Amnesia series. Um, yeah, it's really making me want to get into Amnesia. Yeah, sounds good. Since, since it's uh, PC for sure. Uh, the next one they list here is Metro Exodus. They say it's not really a strictly a horror game, but they just say there's a lot of jump scares in the game. So if you want to, you know, have that intensity um, feeling, you can mm-hmm. jump in and play that. Kind
2: of uh, a thread, a little
0: more like a thriller. Yeah, yeah. Next one on the list, Little Nightmares. We've talked about this one on, on mm-hmm. the podcast before. Uh, little Nightmares is a Tim Burton-esque puzzle platformer that was mm-hmm. released back in 2017. Um, and the game primarily works off of uh, the environment. Not really a lot of dialogue in the game. I think it's all text, if there is. Yeah. Um, There's
2: sorry. actually hardly any... Talking in that game at all? Any any dialogue? It's it's really like you said, environmental and mm-hmm. the characters are so like deformed and creepy looking that it does add some terrifying moments. Especially they do a good job of making you feel like you're never out of reach of something.
0: Mm-hmm. Like that's good. That's There's something no safe can place. get
2: you all the time. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm. I do like that. They uh, they have Silent Hill two listed as a game to play. And uh, you can still get that on. You can get that on Xbox One if you have an Xbox One. Okay. Um, the next game is Outlast, which I, I missed out on this series. I want to play this. It's Outlast. You can get that on PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PC.
1: Just uh, so you guys know, Clint, Clint did not slide past Silent Hill 2 because it's not a good game. He slid past it because he kind of assumes everybody knows what it is.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. So yeah.
1: if you haven't played Silent Hill. Cause you, maybe you're a little bit younger than the generation when Silent Hill was really popular or something like that. Go back and play Silent Hill because mm-hmm. it's super good.
2: Hey, that's another one we need to parse together is uh, Outlast.
0: Yeah, okay. that one we would freak me out.
2: We would have fun with that. We mm-hmm. really would. It's a good, good game. game. Yep. It's like it's, it's not a cheap core game. It's super good.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you're in Mount Massive Asylum and it's blanketed in absolute darkness. So, the only way to see in the game is uh, whenever you're using a night vision uh, camera, video camera. That's the only way you can see in the game. And you have limited batteries, so you have to find batteries to charge mm. your camera. And you have these crazy, like, I don't know. I mean, they're kind of creature esque, aren't they, Hunter? Like mutated. Yeah, they're kind of uh, humans. Crazy people. Yeah, it it's seems like, like they've, Texas they've, Chainsaw Massacre style, yeah, you know?
2: They've been. Uh, Themselves for so long, they look deformed, kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, they've been in yield, darkness. don't have eyes. I get it. Yeah, yes. yeah,
0: yeah. And so they can chase you through vents and all sorts of crazy stuff. So you gotta, mm. you gotta have that camera up to see them, though. So that's what makes it scary. You gotta have that mm. working. So
1: can you can't fight them though? You just have to escape them, kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, most of the time it's running. You're running. Okay.
0: You're running from them and hiding and sneaking and yeah. Mm.
2: That'd be fun.
0: Yeah, get that old blood it's pressure got up. it a very
2: good and rich story. It, it's mm-hmm. a great. It, it is a fantastic game.
3: Okay.
0: I've heard great things. You said that last two was good too, right?
2: Yes. They're both great.
0: So check out both of them, guys. Perfect season for it. Mm-hmm. Now, they did list good old Dead Space, Ryan. Good old mm-hmm. Dead
1: Space. Oh, yeah. We've had some good times with Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Scared some little kids more than we should have, that's for sure.
0: Yep. You can get this on the Xbox One. If you have a 360 or a PS3 from back in the day, you can play it on there, or you can play it on your PC.
1: Mm-hmm. Dead Space is one of those. You're not dealing with spirits or demons or anything like that. It's aliens, but the way they set it up is so dark and so eerie, and it's so tense. It's intense. That game is just... It okay. keeps you on the edge.
2: Oh, the so, aliens, yeah. The aliens yeah. look freaky as long. You know, yeah, definitely. So Especially definitely the, the necromorphs. They're like... they're Basically, humans that a spore is grown out of.
0: Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. It's
2: it's like a mutated human, basically.
0: Uh, yeah. Hey, but, so th- but I tell you what—that um, between, I would say that and the uh, the old Doom game that they did on uh-huh. Xbox three hundred and sixty. Uh-huh. Uh, those two were the first games that made me feel that uh, that cinematic, like I am in a movie, feeling like I I'm am I'm a, in a scary movie. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, you played yeah. Resident Evil and Silent Hill and those other games, and it was like, oh, it's still kind of uh, it's creepy, but you're in a game. And I felt like those games really are the ones that really started pushing sound design. And again, Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I was like, oh, I'm More in a movie now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, there's not a lot of games, especially when I was younger, that made my hair stand up. But a couple of times in that game, and then I would say in The Last of Us. Mm hmm. They they just did a good atmosphere. I mean, mm-hmm. just kind of like you were so on edge at every stage of the game that
0: oh yeah, for they, sure. They I, did I, good
2: about building the t- intensity. I tell mm-hmm.
0: you the thing about the thing about Last of Us too. They did a beautiful job of well, they would you it would be totally apocalyptic and then all of a sudden beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the weird part about that game. Oh, well, so
2: you, you never really knew what you were dealing with. You mm-hmm. could go into a building, it'd be completely dark. And heard the clicker
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> then you were screwed you were like oh god
2: <laughs> and then you start like getting. that's when i'd start getting the hair standing. i mm-hmm. get the goosies.
0: Like, oh there's they, a clicker in here they did mention another game called condemned criminal origins this is mm-hmm. a game that me and ryan played back in the day on 360 mm-hmm. uh, one of the first games that came out for 360 actually this mm-hmm. game was super scary because it was the yeah. uh, same type of deal um, Use that sound design, and you were an investigator going through this town. Yep. You trades. can only see
1: in a lot of areas with your flashlight.
0: Uh huh. Uh-huh.
1: Yep. very concept. dark, too. Yeah, oh, real dark. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially, we don't want to give away the ending, guys, but the story in it's really it's mm-hmm. legit. You think it's going one way, and then all of a sudden it goes another. Mm-hmm. You're like,
2: what? I and just, that, I had seen the playthrough through that, but I never watched it all or I never played it all. I just saw like a, a level in it. Oh, yeah. You know, so I, I definitely either want to play that or watch it. We
0: need to get that it. and just break out the old 360. Yeah. And yeah.
2: You can't buy that on PC?
0: Um, Let me go back up and check, actually. Yeah, it's PC, so we just get all on right. PC. Yeah. I forget that Microsoft's doing this now where they're letting you play all their old okay. old games. We got on got PC. three
2: for our list. We got We Need to Finish Resident Evil 2. We got mm-hmm. uh, Outlast, and we
1: got that one. Yep. Yeah. I haven't played The Last of Us either, and that game sounds good every time you guys oh, talk.
2: And mm-hmm. Layers of fear,
1: layers of yeah, fear, layers yes. of fear, and too many, era. too many. And, and we we've got such
0: a long game, though. We've got Alien Isolation. I was that's gonna mention one that. I try. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that one's really good. So that's on that's on all your major platforms. Uh,
1: yeah, if you talk about eeriness, tenseness, and sound, uh, sound uh, implementation for immersion, as everybody says, that game is just intense.
0: Yep, so you're literally stuck, locked on a ship with mm-hmm. the alien, and you have to uh, survive. Yeah. And it, it hunts you down, and actually, it never acts the same way twice. So it's got it a like built-in learns. system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It learns your behavior. Which is it's,
2: intense. I mean, that's just crazy.
0: Yeah, so it's literally outsmarting you. Um, yeah, that's Based on what moves you're making. So you got to really play that game careful. So... I'll definitely be uh, not wearing khakis when I play that game. Uh, another game that I never played, but we all know what it is. Really popular. I don't even know if you call yourself a, a horror game fan if you haven't heard of this game. Five Nights at Freddy's is listed on the list, and um, see what can this I is say? this
2: is one. Hey, I gotta I gotta stop because this oh. is one I would call a cheap horror game.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah, it was super cheap when it came out, that's what.
2: Well, yeah. I'm just, I'm not even saying, like, the development, I'm saying it's cheap because it's all jump scares.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's yeah not
2: like yeah. the ones we were talking about, like, we're Dead Space, you could be walking in Dead Space or some of those other games you mentioned, and nothing's happening, but you're scared. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, gosh, like, this is, yeah. something can happen, and five nights at Freddy's, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, and then blah, this little teddy bear jumps up at you.
1: you
0: yeah, but right, sometimes, like, sometimes that's just as bad, though. Oh, I you, agree. Start, you start yeah, freaking yourself out. out of me,
1: it's just a saying. completely different style game. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's built
2: on jump scares, and I mean, jump scares are good, but I, for me, yeah, I like my horror games like a okay. like horror, my horror yeah,
1: movie. I like that deep immersion. I'm,
0: but I'm, you I'm, yeah, I okay. so I, I got to defend this game because when I used to watch it on YouTube, I really want to play it because that animatronic, you'd see it, it'd be like looking down the hall, like you'd see it, it move from its stage spot. And all of a sudden, you click over to camera, whatever camera five, and there he is, just kind of his head's just stuck out behind a wall or something, right? Nah. You know he's moving, he's moving your way, he's coming, and all of a sudden, ah, in your face. That's I got I'm you. Saying.
1: I haven't checked it out, so I got no clue.
0: I, I can tell you got no opinion. Just
1: yeah. Just well, I, I agree with Hunter. If it's that kind of just jump scare game, yeah, it's jump they're scare. They're fun. But I enjoy the immersive ones more. Well, the, the
0: the point of the game is you're a security guard. You're watching the Freddy's place, It's kind of like Chuck E. Cheese, okay. and you're watching this this uh, restaurant overnight. And you have a you have a security but, camera, and you shift through yeah. the cameras, and you have battery life. You don't so, move,
2: right? You stay stationary, like you stay yeah. In you're in room this room office, and you don't mm. move your character at all. It's like a click based game. So mm-hmm. you click, okay. you click through the you know, and like. Like So there's some spooky stuff like when you see the animatronic has left but then mm-hmm. like it's completely predictable. Okay, well there's an animatronic coming to kill me now. And then right. all of a sudden you don't hear doors closed and then bah! it's in your face. So right. it's just, yeah, yeah. To yeah. me it's like, I'm not saying that it's a bad game. Like it's made and living for itself. People love it. It's a cult classic. But
0: right there's so strategy to it. Like, the, the, oh the, yeah. The strategies and, make that battery last. You can't use the cameras too much. Problem is, if you're not using the cameras, they're moving.
2: Let me rephrase it. It's not a bad game. It's not my <laughs> style of horror. Yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it scares not, It's me. not the best of the best. When jumps
2: up and makes a loud noise when it's quiet, oh, it's going to scare me. I'm going to jump a little bit. But I'm going to be like, oh, come on. Like Now, William, anyway.
0: William in the chat, he's real scared. He says, don't shave. And then puts a little winky face. <laughs> that is directed at me. You don't like these cheeks? He's nice, scary. Yeah, cheeks. he's scared
2: of that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, that's nothing why but, I wasn't sure.
2: I wasn't sure if shin. you
1: – every time you shave, I'm not sure if you put on another 15 pounds or if you just, you know,
0: oh, happen that?
1: to – if you just happen to shave. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one of those well, things.
0: Claire Claire told me the other day at uh, – I was giving them – getting their dinner out. She said, Dad, Dad you look old. I said, wow. what do you mean? She said, well, not your body, just your face. Your face looks old. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I said, what about my face looks old? And she says, your neck. <laughs> so she it. was totally calling me a fatty. So nice. was like, but she thought it was like a good thing. I was like, hey, Dad, you're old. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, you know, like you're mature. Yeah. Because yeah. So she's always wanting to grow up. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so that's all they have on their list. Let's talk about oh, yeah. our list right here. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Let's just throw it out there. Uh, Resident Evil 7 to me. Yes. In in VR is the scariest game I've played ever. And that's well, even, primarily VR.
2: Even out of VR, it's a scary game. I yeah, mean, like no. if they do a good job again of building environment, you feel uncomfortable. Even if you even if it can be predictable at times, that game made you feel uncomfortable
0: all the oh, time. Oh yeah, all the time.
2: It was nasty, like, you know,
1: it just yeah, had a really good job of making you feel uh, that's time. that that's that atmosphere thing we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Now, Ryan, what's your what's your next game on your list, in your mind, that we didn't cover?
1: Uh, well, one of them would be the one we're playing right now, and I never remember the name other than the end of it of something-phobia. What is Ph- it called now? Ph-
0: phasmophobia, which means phasmophobia. fear of ghosts.
1: Yeah, okay. That game, I like it. It's fun. It's scary. Uh, I'm not burnt out on it yet, even though it seems kind of repetitive. It's not, right? Like you can play it quite a bit and it's not Mm -hmm. the same thing, you know, the
0: the part uh, that's repetitive is the actual mission mm -hmm. of going in and doing stuff. But then once you get in there, the ghost starts. Yeah. The interaction
1: is different. Yeah. Yeah. And and we still haven't even figured out the game. Like we can't peg down what kind of ghost it is. So there's obviously a lot more to the game. I wish when I see a game like that, I go, Dang! I wish a big developer made this or partnered with these guys. Yeah, because exactly. it's one of those games that's poorly made in the sense of it is a cheap game. The graphics are horrible. You know what I mean? The but they do they did a great job on the atmosphere. They did a great job now, on
0: the, the, the feeling the, of
1: the game. So if you put in some higher level production into that game, I think that game would be a top shelf horror game.
0: Now, I mean, okay, the graphics aren't horrible. The character graphics horrible. are horrible.
1: The graphics are horrible.
0: No, not the not the environment. Yes, okay, the, car, the, the cars sense. are horrible. Okay, they don't
1: guess. look horrible. They don't look horrible in the sense of they're choppy, like an old game, like the characters are. Right?
2: They could yeah. be but, much better. But they are in-
1: very, they are very Sims. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have that real yeah, feel no, to them.
2: When, it, the shine. Comes to, yeah, when it comes to, when uh, it comes to war games, you gotta, you gotta be really yeah. on the real side. Because yeah, it's just like more immersive but But i mean the the log cabin
0: looks like a log cabin like you're actually legit yeah you
2: know
1: yeah but it looks like a log cabin from xbox 360
0: i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that
1: i would i mean i would would say the
2: characters i agree with brian i don't think you can call the graphics really good but i don't think they're like
1: i wouldn't say
0: 360.
1: they're not poor either but if you were to compare that game to a game that's really put a bunch of effort into the graphics like the new Resident Evil, it's a dupe turd. That's what yeah. I'm telling you. I don't and think so, that the
2: graphics have anything to do with that game being better. Honestly, I mean, I think that that would make it better a little bit, but for but I'm talking
1: about the graphics, the graphics along with they could a high, a high level producer. If they signed with them, you're going to have better graphics and kind of things on in the graphics that are going to build the atmosphere, right? Like, they the they house go, is going to look a little different this time because it's a different kind of ghost, and maybe there's this, you know, something going on on the walls. There's just there's more depth that could be going on there. Along you know, with, with the sounds, too. Like the sounds are there. They did a good job on when the certain sounds are happening and things like, like the that. The ghost
0: only does the grudge sound.
1: Right. It nearby. could just be a lot
0: more It would be depth good if it, was, it. if it was like, hey, we're just. Weird delicious yeah. that would come through. Well, that's what I'm while.
2: saying. That, that, I think that's what me and Clinton talked about a little bit the other day. We were talking about it. It just needs to be deeper. They need to they need to add more um, depth to the different uh, the different ghosts, and they need to make a bigger range of what separates them because mm-hmm. it's so hard to pinpoint what you're dealing with. And it should be a little bit challenging, but not that challenging. I mean, but, it's mm-hmm. like they they are meshed so well be, right now. And all the ghosts you could you could almost you know.
0: It could you be could, a lot of different ghosts. It's yeah, you couldn't rule topics. it down to
2: one ghost right now because and people that are higher level
1: and they're good at the game, they're probably telling us we're wrong right now. Well, they have that. better
2: tools. I think the tools are more. Yeah, but, I get that, but you, all the like you said, if there's more and better development in it, you're mm-hmm. going to be able to pinpoint things better. Like for yeah. without a shadow of doubt, okay, my thermometer is going off the chart right now. Right. Uh, you know, my breath is you know a better. Make the breath look better, like Clinton said, more um, immersion and like making the ghosts' interaction in a wider range. It can say more things, it can do more things, maybe scratching noises. Mm-hmm. Just there's different things that there could be a lot more detail added into this game. Than yes, either. that's what I'm
1: talking detail. about
2: because the game is based on details. You, right. you go in and you get your details, and then you make an educated yes. decision. Right. So yep. let's make more details in the game. And not just even alone, just graphics. I agree with you. There does need to be better graphics in it, I, I believe. But you can detail a game without having better graphics.
3: Be- I agree graphics.
0: I so, think. Yeah. I think. I think a good option would be: How did this ghost die? Or how, mm-hmm. you know, how did this person die? Or yeah. you know, some of the some of the I things you see bad. ghost hunters on TV try attempt to do. Right, they're trying mm-hmm. to find out this story. What does this thing want? What well, you know? What's it going worked. on?
2: If it's going to be investigative, make it investigative. Put newspaper clippings in the maps, and Mm -hmm. put things in there that you can figure out. You know, or or like a toy that's in the map that really means something, and then you figure out it's a kid because Mm -hmm. you're picking up a toy. They're freaking out. Yeah, you can
0: use it against the ghost or something. There's so many things they could
2: do with
1: this, and there's so many things they could do right with it, and and make it so good. I think the idea is great. I think the platform's great. I think it's very playable and enjoyable. Mm -hmm. But I think I think it could be awesome if they had partnered with somebody with some money and, and a little mm-hmm. bit more background. Yeah.
0: And I think when they made it, it was kind of like, Hey, let's do this VR game. This yeah. Be fine. Make us some yep. money. Now, yep. uh, I do think that it could take off though. I heard it. I heard it talked about on Dr. Disrespect stream. One of his okay. people, sent him a, a chat in the chat and said, Hey doc, you need to play phasmophobia for Halloween. When you mm-hmm. start playing your Halloween games. And he, go, he, and he said he would check it out. And then Hunter, you said you heard it on a, you uh, popular YouTuber's channel, didn't you?
2: Oh, a couple of them. Markiplier's played it. Um, Jacksepticeye's played it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is taking off. That's what I'm saying. So uh, hopefully they get some funding behind them and expand on what they have, is what I'm saying. Because yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it is, it is one of those agree. games that is uh, it's unique. It's one of those you get on, you play, and you start the game. Just like some games are that way. You start the game, you're like, really? This mm-hmm. is the game? And then all of a sudden you start playing and you're like, all right, next round. I'm up to two. It's it. a good game.
0: Yep.
2: Or hope for it'll be like Among Us that now that they have a an audience that they'll yeah. be able to work it. on it a little bit. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and like and it doesn't the good thing too, and this I don't know, this could be a bad thing. It doesn't serve you. It serves itself in a way. So mm-hmm. uh, like we have one ghost that we hunted for probably an hour and a half. We were in a house trying to get this ghost to interact. And the ghost literally barely gave us any evidence, any interaction It would just nope. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then you have a, a ghost that you go into a house. As soon as you step foot in the house, it just starts going crazy. Lights yeah, Like 10 minutes
1: and three out of four are dead. <laughs> yep. Right.
0: And it's like, so it, that's what really elevates the fear too. It's like, you can't, mm-hmm. it's hard to gauge. What right. that ghost is gonna do or that demon. And I'm sure it's because we don't
1: understand certain ghosts need to be provoked in different ways and yeah. we don't we don't have a grasp on that yet, probably, you know. But yeah. <laughs> it's just all yeah. around an interesting game. If you're into horror games, this is a unique one. So mm-hmm. you can check it out.
0: Now we will we do want to give you the um I guess the uh what would you call that? The warning that uh don't play it by yourself because you can't. I mean, you can play it by yourself, but it's definitely made to be a four-player. Yeah, I don't like so, you to have as
2: much fun, for sure. now you would.
0: Yeah. So, so. Um, that's a little different for you. Now, one thing we haven't tried
1: yet that me and Clint did run into when we played with some randoms is they were talking, which is great, because a lot of games people don't talk nowadays, and I don't understand that. You've got to talk in this game. There's no way to play it without talking. But one thing that's interesting, when you're not on Discord and you die, now you can't be heard, right? We've been playing mm-hmm. with our friends. So when we die, we still keep talking to each other about what's mm-hmm. going on. But if you were actually playing, and then when somebody died, they just disappeared, and you're just like, oh, crap, what happened? That that would add a whole kind of another level to it. Mm-hmm. So we might we might try playing it that way at some point, Or once maybe, you die, you just got to stay
0: quiet. And maybe we need to quit playing it on Discord, period, because even when you walk far away, I can't, yeah, all of a sudden can't I can't hear anybody. Ryan, or I can't hear Hunter. Yeah. Hey, That's guys, true. where'd you go? Hey, I'm lost.
1: I yeah, because that would... That would change the vibe of the game.
0: Because we we unlocked the high school. And I went up up to the second story with Justin and Hunter. Mm -hmm. I had to run and let the dog out real quick. So I was just hiding. I come Mm -hmm. back. Their mics had messed up. So I thought they were playing a game on me. Mm -hmm. Discord had messed up. So I thought they were playing a game on me just trying to scare me. So I'm like, whatever, dude. I got to
2: come clean. We were actually playing a game on you.
0: Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah. We weren't
2: talking on purpose. We were hiding from you.
0: Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) Well, either way. Um, i couldn't find it added them. to the game couldn't find them and then all of a sudden we all got a little scared because everybody got a little mm-hmm. split up mm-hmm. and the next thing you know oh he's he's hunting what do we do where do we hide so, yeah we were hiding
2: together and then i turned around and justin was gone so i was yeah. like oh god disoriented
0: and that high school so big mm. you know once you lose once you lose sight of a wall you're kind of screwed oh yeah place, as far as your directions and stuff um, but is there any other games you can think of, Hunter? Oh, yeah.
2: Um, I'm going to kick it back on this one. Uh, Silent Hill 4, The Room. Okay. Yeah. One of the scariest games I've ever played. And and it probably if I played it today, I wouldn't be as freaked out. But I definitely played that as a younger kid. And it had some moments in it that were just terrifying. And you know what's weird is even as a young kid, uh, the creatures and everything wasn't what scared me the most in that game what scared me the most was the the feeling of being trapped
3: mm. the, he was locked in
2: he was locked in his his house and and when he tried to escape everything changed you know it's like he was just forever encased in that apartment yeah mm. and that that freaked me out it was just like oh my gosh that is terrifying
0: i guess so. that's kind of what uh phasmophobia too is it does that with uh when the ghost goes into a hunt locks that front door and so you do kind of get that feeling of oh crap there's no escape now like my friends if your friends are on the other side of the door they can't help you
3: right
0: they can tell you when the meter goes back down you know right. but that's about it yeah yeah
2: I, I have a couple do you guys have any more on your um, on the, you know, Atlas?
1: clint read a lot of the ones that i was real big on growing up so yeah. i'm thinking still but i don't have one right now
0: No, what I about don't, you? Uh I mean I think I listed most of the ones I played that okay. really freaked me out. I'm
2: surprised you guys didn't talk about Left for Dead.
0: Oh, oh yeah. that was on my list earlier.
2: He just named so many and uh, slipped off. Yeah. And then surprisingly enough, Dying Light, there's moments in that yeah. game that are terrifying. And uh there's a specific type of zombie in that game, even that's I forgot what it's called, but it's just like bloodthirsty. And when the sun goes down and it's dark, they're after mm-hmm. you, man. And they they're like the rest of the zombies are somewhat slow. This thing runs. It jumps like superhuman. Mm. Like it's just, mm. yeah, it's this absolutely. Just so scary. you're like, you're like clenching when it's getting dark to get to your, to you're your safe. space. Like oh, mm-hmm. um, and then there's one more I have on this list. Where is it? Uh, Soma. You mentioned a game like Soma tonight, but Soma is a scary game. Mm-hmm. uh it's really good and then uh uh the evil within i don't know if you guys mm. have ever played that or mm-hmm. heard about it that's a good uh scary game i saw someone um,
0: playing it the other night on live stream and it looked pretty pretty cool uh kind of a stealthy game right
2: Hmm. evil within well it's you can be stealthy or you can run and gun uh, okay it's kind of optional but it it is uh we we talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, I don't remember why, but we were talking about the what the premise of the game is. Mm-hmm. Basically, there's a nightmare realm almost that's in, inside you, right? And everybody can go there to this dream world almost. And so this this agent is trying to go save his daughter because she's disappeared and she's in this 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 computer basically hooked up to it mm. in the inner nightmare nightmare realm. So he goes in there, hooks himself up to it and uh, is trying to find her. And so you oh. can imagine anything is possible because it's a
1: nightmare. It's right. a
2: nightmare. So right. things just crazy start happening
3: gotcha. and you
2: fight your way through that. So that's pretty freaky uh, game. And, you know, then there's a second one uh, where he's out of it supposedly and then turns realizes it's not. not. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so right. uh, that, that one's pretty good. And then one of the another throwbacks that is older and, you know, I was just slamming jump jump scare games, but I feel like this one has even more of an element than just a jump scare is Slenderman. Um, Mm -hmm. Slenderman, when it it. came out, was a uh, downloadable game. I think it was free, actually, when it first came out. Very low graphics. I mean, nothing fancy, but the way that they built environment, the way that it was kind of the same thing where, like, when you moved your screen, anything out of your site became eligible for him to pop up in. Okay. And so like, um, <laughs> well, I would say even more so than that, actually they can do it. Even if you are looking because that's what we figured out. We thought we had the game figured out. Okay. If we just don't turn around, he can't yeah. ever get us because yeah. he, you know, yeah. so me and my friend and the premise is you collect eight pages. If you collect all eight pages, you win. Well, as you go on throughout the map, you collect more pages, the more he starts popping up around you.
3: Um,
2: And so we got quite a few of them, and and it was getting sketchy. So we said, let's just back into this corner. There was this building that had an L shape in it. So we went right into the corner of it and faced out. We're like, there's no way he can get us because we're looking out. Mm -hmm. And so we thought because we are sitting there, and all of a sudden he just, boom, pops up right in front of our face, just dead, hmm. killed us. Nice. And so you can imagine how we scream like little girls. But uh, that yeah. one was a good one, too, that that was pretty scary. Um, and I think that's it that I saw on here that I remember um, getting a good scare out of. Of course, there's yeah. PT. The only thing bad about PT is it's an unfinished thing, and it won't ever that's be finished. Demo. Yeah, uh,
0: so it'll never be a different experience.
2: Right, but it is a very scary demo. So that's yeah. a good one. What is the one... That came out that was like P.T. You're in a house. I don't remember. A lot of the the big streamers played it for a while. Um,
0: I know which one you're talking about, though.
2: Facade. 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 Visage.
0: Visage. 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 Yeah, something like
2: that. That was a good one, too. That one was very freaky. That was very scary.
0: It had more of a phasmophobia feel, because you're just in a house searching around. yes.
2: Yeah. And it was, like, open the realms of the spirit, too, because you could do things and then walk through doors and it would be different.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of mess with your head that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, we don't want to leave out games like, you know, you have Dead by Daylight uh, mm-hmm. is one that, you know. Yeah, it, you know, Dead by scary. Daylight,
1: it's, it's not a can be scary. I mean, it is a fighting, you know, you're kind of fighting, getting chased kind of game. But it's got that super intensity to it, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, that thing that we love about horror games, it's in that game. It's mm-hmm. just different because it's a multiplayer, right? So it's, it's unique in that, sense. Is that,
0: got that Yeah, it's competitive,
1: yeah. It? But it's yeah. definitely yeah, well, scary. For
2: sure scary. It's of the anticipation out because you know that the, the killer's there. You know he's coming uh-huh. for you. You mm-hmm. know he's looking for you. But that doesn't change the fact that when you're trying to do something, you hear that heartbeat start pumping. You're mm-hmm. like, oh. Yep. And, and you, you get a little freaked out, you know. And then in, cool. my,
0: in my opinion, Friday the 13th, I mean, it's, you know, I think people it's still to me it's i mean it's still going i still see it being streamed still see people playing it so it's still got a following even though it's not going to be updated because of the lawsuit but uh, that's another one whenever jason just shows up because right. he, he can teleport and do different things like that um you know it's definitely puts up the old fear factor when you see you know jason coming at you hmm so. mm-hmm. yep so I think we listed every horror game we could think of tonight, guys. And we've yeah. blasted them.
1: Well, if if you're into horror, then I'm thinking that we, we covered enough that we probably named some you haven't played. Yeah. So that's kind of what's the point of it. You know, hopefully oh, we'll yeah. find something new to play here in October. Give you some new ideas. And uh, have some fun.
0: Yep. Yep. And then um, has Predator, Predator has that released yet? Uh, no.
2: I don't know if it's in beta or if it's released. I I've seen some gameplay on it and. I don't it's think it's really more of scary. a horror; it's more of an I, I, I really yeah. wouldn't call it a horror game. It, it is yeah. kind of like a, one of those Dead by Daylight type games where you're surviving against the main villain, but you're in the jungle. It's daylight; like
0: you're um, pretty, mm. pretty being
2: hunted. I mean, okay. it, and I'm sure that it can be scary at times if you just this big alien drops out of the a tree in front of you or something. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's it's pretty. I mean, straightforward. I don't think it's something that you're going to get a lot of scare out of, or you know, super intensity. But.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: right. I think yeah. you're going to get a lot more intensity out of Dead by Daylight for
3: sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Well, guys, thanks for uh, hanging out with us tonight, talking scary games and, uh, you know, gaming news. We appreciate it. And uh, mm-hmm. if you enjoyed Definitely it, go, go. one. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in the mood right now. <laughs> uh, but we'll talk after. <laughs> But uh, yeah, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, go and uh, support us by liking and sharing our stuff on Facebook, Twitter, um, We're over on Instagram as well, and then uh, you can uh, financially support us over on the Patreon, and check Mm -hmm. out our prices over there if you'd like to donate and help fund the show, Uh, but other than that, with that said, guys,
2: stay delirious, stay dadding,
0: and stay gaming. this has been a delirious dads production for more information about the show visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com you can also find us on facebook.com deliriousdadsgaming twitch.tv and youtube make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel you can listen to the podcast on itunes google play stitcher and spotify Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening and we hope to see you next time.